It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Oh, they got to be feeling good in Philly after that weekend. Eagles came close to winning the Super Bowl. Howie Roseman, by the way, for the second time with a completely different team. Second time in seven years. Got the team in the Super Bowl and then had the draft he just had. Unbelievable. Anthony Gargano, 97.5, the fanatic in Philly, is with us now. Anthony, how are you feeling about your Philadelphia Bulldogs? Oh, that's right, my boys. We're already set up for the parade. All right? Let me tell you, Howie Rosen right now is the mayor of Philadelphia. Ain't that right, Key? That's your problem. Now you 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 getting too far out front, man. Calm down. I mean, think about it. Even got, Michael yeah. Paulson says it. Mm. Even Micah knows. You still got to replace those coordinators, though, right? Defensively and offensively, that's a big blow. But the Eagles certainly helped themselves. No question about it. They got better. There's no question about it. They upgraded that interior line. They had problems being able to stop the run at times last year. They got better. They went out and got Ringo from – from in the secondary, that's they already deep in the secondary, but uh, getting Keely Ringo is is a good pickup for them in the third round. I, look, you can't say anything about the way that they drafted. The way that they drafted is probably one of the top two to three in in this year's draft in terms of you know filling up positions. Then they went out and got uh, Swift from uh, Detroit in a trade. They need to upgrade the running back position. Maybe he becomes. What he was supposed to become for Detroit in Georgia, in uh, in Philadelphia. Yeah. So that's a plus. They did a good job. Everything's good. I just want to see what they look like with the defense and offensive coordinators being replaced. Yeah, and listen. I, I think uh, Steichen, the offensive guy, offense coordinator, really good. I, I did not think Gannon, even though the the defense played really well last year and had a lot of a lot of numbers, Gannon called some suspect games. And you guys saw the Super Bowl. I mean, he got Andy Reid pantsed him in that second half. So I, I don't think it's, it's as big a deal. And I like, I think Sirianni can handle it. Uh, and this roster, the Georgia thing, fellas, is unbelievable. All those recreating that defense, that the best front seven ever championship, <laughs> is really right. Max, you never saw that ever. It's, but you could they're in the conversation for best front seven in the history of college football, aren't they? And they got four dudes in two years off that. It's crazy. Nolan Smith at the end of the first round. But and, and we were talking about before, like who has a chance to have the biggest impact, right? And you're sitting there. I keep looking at the name Jalen Carter. The fact that they moved up for him, the special talent that he brings to the table, and once again, like them believing, hey, our culture will help any situation as long as we're a unit together, and that's what this defense is. Jay, you're so right. Think about this too. You bring you bring Jalen into a spot where you got Jordan Davis, who's a good friend, the Kobe, good friend, right? All these guys, and you got Brandon Graham and and Fletcher Cox, 
two guys that are veteran guys that know how, that know what they're doing. They know how to help a kid. I mean, you want to talk about a perfect spot for Jalen Carter? It, it's right here. Brandon Graham, those are Super Bowl. Basically, that Super Bowl that they won came down to who was going to make the first defensive play, and it was Brandon Graham. Anthony, you know, yes. that won the Super Bowl. And let me yeah. ask you this though: What? what I love all these bouquets. I, I <laughs> makes um, me sick to say it, but I'm still trying you. to figure out, Anthony. And maybe you you got more intel because you're on the ground there in Philadelphia. But I'm still trying to figure out outside of him being a little overweight in his workout when they came to the school and the horrible accident situation that went on with the, with his teammates at Georgia and, and the life lost there. Like what are the red flags with Jalen Carter? Because I keep, I hear the locker room needs to wrap their arms around him. What else is out right. there that people are worried about? You know, it, it, it's funny because, you know, all the talk around kids and, you know, draft and, and they pick the bones of these kids and, you know, it's not fair, but it's an investment and we know how the draft goes. So the Eagles have a great um, Ray Donovan type, a security guy by the name of Dom DeSandro. And Dom is their, is their security guy who vets all the kids and everything. And he talked to every he said, I talked to every person who ever talked to Jalen Carter, and he goes, he's going to be fine. I know the only thing I had heard was like words like he's a handful, he's got to get his head on right. And I don't know, three teams took him off their draft board, which is really which was, was shocking to me. Big Dom, our, that security guy I was talking about, said, look, uh, he's vetted you know, thousands of kids. And he doesn't foresee any issues whatsoever. Mm, okay, he might have gotten the best defensive player in the draft, right? He, right. he may have been the best player I in the can. draft. Period. Let's see. We move up to nine, but the Nolan Smith thing made no sense to me either. How does he fall that deep in the draft? I, I thought the Cowboys key. I mean, I know you go, you want, you need a guy in the middle and take a and take a run stuffer. But I thought there was tremendous edge talent, too. Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe they thought he was undersized, Anthony. Anthony Gargano, 97.5, the fanatic here on KJM. Maybe they thought Nolan Smith was a little undersized. I mean, he's under 240, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. But, I mean, you saw that motor. Yeah. And and Miles Murphy goes right there, too, late. So you had two big-time edge guys that went, I thought, super late. It was a weird draft. The Lions go with that linebacker which I didn't like a little bit. And then the other thing with the Eagles is, you know, you guys brought it up, but DeAndre Swift, that's a big deal to add to that running back room. No, it is. Swift Swift could have – I don't know what happened in Detroit, whatever. I know he got injured a little bit there, but I don't know what the situation in Detroit was. I mean, but if he can get back to the guy that he was at Georgia that made the Lions take him, then you got one. He was good when he was on the field. He fits right into the culture of Philly. Uh, and I, I, I hate he's to. From, he's from the area, too. I, I, I hate to bring yeah, you yeah. down from okay. your high. I hate to do it. <laughs> but Joel and B not playing game one. I, it's, this is what frustrates me sometimes about it because I got Joel and B. I, I think he's been deserving to win the MVP multiple times in his career. He's going to get it this year. But the injury, again, in the postseason, it just feels like yeah. stuff like this follows him. And I hate it for him. Yeah, I know. And you wonder, 
Yo, how is he? Is he so is such bad? Does he just have bad luck? It's it's bizarre, man. It, it just really is year in year out. And when it first happened, the knee thing and that weird chippy game, uh, I was told that it wasn't that big a deal. Like they they were they were still that he was fine. And game four, sitting on game four against Brooklyn, was more precautionary. Now I'll, I'll tell you one thing: they do think he's going to play tonight. I, I spoke to somebody yesterday, oh, really? late last night, who actually thought he was going to play tonight. You think Doc Rivers is trying so, to mislead people a little bit, making it sound grimmer than it is? Yeah, maybe. There's some gamesmanship. Look, this is a monster series for them. You know, again, they have not been out of the second round five straight years. They have not been able to climb that mountain. And now it's Boston. And look, Sixers Celtics here is a blood rivalry. It's. Eagles, Cowboys. I mean, one one A, six or something is a big deal. They got to get out of this round. There's pressure everywhere. Harden probably not going to be here next year. This is a big run for him. It's probably his best chance for a championship, especially what's going on on the other side of the bracket in the Eastern Conference. So I I, I think guys, I think he plays. But I hear you, Jay. I mean, I don't know what it is. He. There have been freakish injuries, too. I mean, twice he breaks an orbital bone. I mean, that's crazy. And it's like he just gives him such an advantage. So, like, well, let, let's say this. Let's just – because you always hope for the best. But say that this knee thing doesn't really pan out for him and you guys end up losing this series. Like, say you lose in, in five or six. What happens to the team moving forward, Ant? Like, you, you may mention to James Hart, is Doc Rivers still the coach moving forward next year? Like, what do you do with some I don't of the key know. Yeah. I, probably not. I, there's probably massive changes if they lose this series. And, and if it's just because of Embiid's injury, Doc probably comes back. I mean, he's done a really good job this year. Yes, he has. He's done a great job with Embiid. It's a shame because he's gotten Joel to be, and you see it, Jay, he's got that money shot, that elbow, that elbow free throw line elbow shot that has been money for him. He's closing out games. He's had a tremendous year. And what he's done, he's brought along Tyrese Maxey, who has blossomed into a star, who will, by the way, be the key to this series. They also moved, they switched Tucker and Tobias Harris. Now, Tobias Harris is the dunker spot. He came alive in Brooklyn. So the two big keys of this series to watch are Harris, and Tyrese Maxey, because Maxey had not played well against Boston and Marcus Smart, and he's an explosive player, a, a, a terrific player who's coming into his own at 22 years old. So, Ann, I said this earlier now, just Tyrese Maxey has averaged 8.2 points and two-and-a-half yep. rebounds and 1.6 assists in 10 games versus the Celtics yeah. in his career. So, like, that, that's a critical yeah. aspect that nobody's really talking about. That's – that, that's the premier nah, defense. Nah, that's what the nah, Celtics spot do. On. Yeah, you're spot on. Mark is smart. Look, they did. They have great guards, right, between Brogdon and Derek White. Uh, they're, they're, they have a strong advantage in the backcourt. But now, Maxi, I, I, you know, you're right about those numbers, obviously. He's only scored double digits twice in the last seven games. One game, no smart. But, you know, he called his own number. When Harden got ejected in that game against Brooklyn, game three, he called his, his own number, and he won the game for him. And I'm wondering, is that a moment? Like, yeah, could this mm. be the moment where he just shines and, and, and blossoms before your eyes? 
I mean, Maxie is, I totally agree. That's the key, right? If he can overcome his struggles against the Celtics and be the player he is basically against everyone else, maybe you still have a shot because Tobias Harris, who, I don't know, Jerry West hoodwinked the league into thinking he was like almost a max contract player. When he's your fourth (laughs) option on offense, you're okay. Right, you're all right, but Maxie's Embiid's got to get back, and Maxie has got to overcome his problems against the Celtics, and then you have a chance. Yeah, and and the idea of moving Tobias to the dunker spot, and you saw him come alive in that series against Brooklyn, which I think is key. And and obviously, you know, fellas, you've been saying that all this whole thing is Embiid is such an advantage in that front court. Mm -hmm. Boston has nobody to guard him, and it's the key. If he can play and he can give you – because they're going to play him straight up now with that knee and let him beat him, he's going to have to score 30, 40, and he's got that knee's got to hold up. And if that can happen, they'll win. Anthony Gargano, ladies and gentlemen, 97.5, the Fanatic in Philly. Thanks, Ant. Good luck tonight, Ant. Love you guys. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, were presented by Progressive Insurance. And that's why, years ago, when asked, I said, one shot, fate of the universe on the line. I want Steph Curry. I want Steph Curry is what I said. I used AI technology to change it. They didn't have AI back then. Never mind that, Jay. Jay, you know what he's saying? <laughs> AI technology. Turn out the light. <laughs> Steph with 50. Turn in out a the light. 120-100 game seven. Shoot the lights out. Win. Game seven on the road against a young, spry, energetic team who coming out for the third quarter, you know, coach's quarter, right? Coming out of the third quarter, there's Sabonis. And then there's their best player, De'Aaron Fox. And they're up. Well, they get up about six, about three, about two, three possessions, and it looked like, oh, the the Warriors better start hitting shots here because you don't want that young team at home in a game seven in the second half to start getting momentum. You know, you go into the third quarter up eleven or so. It's not insurmountable, but you better put the brakes on this thing. And Steph basically from that point on was like, okay, see you later. The the Warriors never looked back. Jay, look, man, dude took thirty eight shots last night. 
38 shots. He was on a mission from the beginning. And it, it wasn't just the, the third quarter where he turned it up a notch. I mean, he kept his foot on the gas pedal all the way through the end of the game. It, 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 it was a statement. Um, and to me, on the road, 50 points with the way they got their heads beaten at home at Chase Center where they were expecting to close it out. This team is on a, on a night in which Clay Thompson was 4 of 19 from the field. Wiggins was 5 of 16 from the field. So it, it was necessary. We King, need you to be your best self right now. Right now. To get it done. And, I, I mean, look, it's I give Steph all the credit in the world. It comes back to a player at his sides at 6'2 with a 6'3 wingspan. The game of basketball has never seen a player like Stephen Curry in the history of the game. Ever. Ever. One of the greatest to ever do it. Never, and ever, yes, ever, King, ever, ever, ever. Same back to our argument in the first hour of our show. I am giving this man extra credit because he is 6'2 and a half. And when you start going against Giants, it's not to diminish what guys who are 6'5", 6'6", 6'9", like LeBron James, 6'6", like Michael Jordan, you know, 6'9", like Magic Johnson, 7'2", like Kareem. It's not to minimize what they do. But, yeah, I do give extra credit to Steph. Can I, ask, I want a question about that. So, yes, because it's more incredible to do what he's doing. But does that make it greater or him yes, greater? Yes, it makes it greater. In a league where – Because it's more difficult. But I understand it's more difficult to do what he does. But, for example, you could take a fighter who moves up some weight divisions, right, and – Pound for pound, he's obviously better than the other guy, Holyfield, because he's given up all this size and he's still competing and sometimes no, is Floyd winning. Mayweather beating Mike Tyson? That's no. the point. No, but, he's not. But, 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 so Mike, but this guy is beating those guys. Sometimes, but sometimes he's losing. In other words, the only reason he's not clearly better than them is because he's shorter than them. But that does it make it, it makes it more incredible, but it also makes him less effective. No, or else you wouldn't be giving him the extra credit. You just said it makes it more incredible. Yes. So that just proves my point. It makes it more incredible. Okay, so you're, you're saying that greatness is based on how difficult it is to do what you're doing? Yes. <laughs> because I would say it's based on how effective it is. It's, it's a combination of both. Then why, can't, why, why do you have to split them? Okay. How come so they you, can't go together? Your, I mean, by the way, that's legitimate if you do it that way. A lot of it's people— It's like somebody, Max, it's like somebody— like, As a shorter guy, you already come into the game of basketball with a disadvantage, mm-hmm. man. So like, it's a disadvantage. And, and, yeah. Okay. It's a major disadvantage. You, you right. just gave me the whole thing about pound for pound. Floyd Mayweather going against Mike Tyson. Is that not a disadvantage? Well, because he could never beat him. Too small. Well, that, so the, the, there is, when you're going against somebody, I mean, it's a reason why guards, if you're scheming towards a guard, like if I'm a coach and you're a good scorer at, mm-hmm. at, at 5'10", I'm going to put somebody on you, 6'5", who can play off of you, who has a longer wingspan than you, and now all of a sudden, what you have to do is a lot more challenging going against somebody your size. It's, you're at a disadvantage. I agree, but let me give you the analogy since we're talking fights, okay? And Key, obviously, is going to jump in, but... I'll let you guys just go ahead. And Tyson Fury is the heavyweight champion of the world, right? He's six foot nine, 260, 70 pounds. His size is an advantage because when you forget about the other weight classes, heavyweight, you can be as big as you want to be. Deontay Wilder is more impressive because he's 220 pounds competing with Tyson Fury. But ultimately, he can't beat Tyson Fury. Or he, he, he drew with him once, and Tyson Fury stopped him twice. Because Tyson Fury's bigger, no doubt. But that's what basketball is. It's heavyweight. 
so you can be outsized and be more incredible than the other guy but still not be as good as him just because he's too big. That's what I'm saying. So you can, I'm Steph confused can be, to what you're saying. Really? Deontay Wilder is incredible because he's giving up all that size to Tyson Fury and still really competing with him. But in the end, he's not as great a heavyweight as him because in the heavyweight division, size is an advantage, and Tyson Fury uses that size. So Steph can compete with LeBron James or whoever else you want to talk about throughout history, and sometimes he can win, which is incredible, right? You're like marveling at how incredible that is, but it is a disadvantage. More times he's won than lost. More? Yeah. More. (laughs) Go ahead with your point. Well... Yes, he has. In 2015, he was lucky they got hurt. In 2016, he lost. I don't lost. care about lucky. Then this, Kevin Durant joined the, the team and was the lucky. best player on the he team won. two years. They won. Yeah, okay. But there, there are when you analyze it, you are breaking it down. And you could say the first one was as a result of injury to the other team. The second one he lost. and the third Everybody's and four, injured, Max. And the third – no, no, not the second and Max, third best players. Max, everybody's playing through injury. But are, no, are you going to minimize any team that loses good players? Like, yes, so like, if a team loses their second and third best players, of course. You say, well, the other team was very fortunate that that happened. Welcome, and then, welcome, and, and welcome then, to sports, Max. What's that? Welcome to sports. No doubt. He benefited never, from it, though. It's a war of attrition. It, it, that's always the case. Like, sure. Like my thing is, you're, you're, you're sitting here trying to make the argument to minimize really by, by saying that he's. You just did, Max. You said he was lucky. It's not whenever, mi- he, whenever somebody says, "I don't hear you say Michael Jordan was lucky," even though Michael Jordan was lucky. Was Michael Jordan not? There was no version of Michael Jordan or Tom Brady that's lucky. Of, of course, LeBron James luck, got Ray Allen to make a shot in the corner. There's an luck element factors of luck. into things, but sometimes more than others, Jay. And you were just supposed to ignore that because you want to make a point about a certain player. So what is the overall the, point that you're trying? And to then make in now? the last, well, my point is Steph Curry is incredible, and I agree he's a top ten all time player now, but. For you to say he's even higher on the list than he would otherwise be because he's small in a league of giants, and since that's so mind-bogglingly incredible, and I agree with that, he deserves extra credit for it, not in a league that selects out for height. You can marvel at it more, but you're going to put him up higher on the list because of it? I don't understand that. Okay. Key, wait, wait. Let's take a poll. Key, do you understand what I'm talking about? I don't want to get involved in this. No, I'm just asking. Yes or no? You don't have to, you have to explain. Uh, I understand what you're saying, Jay. Okay. Alan Yates, do you understand what I'm talking about? Sir, yes, sir. Okay. That's sir, yes, sir. Pat Costello, do you understand what I'm talking about? Is Pat there? Pat's what happened? Pat. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with Jay or Max. One of you was right. I'm done. I'm done. You guys got it. Steph dropped 50 in the 120-100 Game 7 win. The Warriors advance, and we get LeBron and Steph in can the Western can Conference. Can we call on this? 888 say yes. Absolutely. Because I'm really Steph curious. Size, I feel st- like you're deflated there. I, I'm just I'm, – I'm butthurt right now, man. Does, <laughs> does – I mean, this is a very clear-cut, straightforward case. I don't understand why no one un- seems to understand it. It's not. So 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776. Does man. Steph's know. small size – no player his size ever has been the best player in the game until him. Does that move him farther up? Does he get extra credit for that on the all-time list? 888-SAY-ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. We are joined now by Ray Ferraro, ESPN NHL analyst. Morning, Ray. Morning. How are you guys doing? What up, Ray? Rangers, Devils, Game Uh, 7. Me, me barely. Sorry, Ray? Uh, Me, barely. I'm up, barely. Barely, barely up. So, like a lot of Game 7s in the NHL right now, Boston Bruins... Mm -hmm. Lost to the Florida Panthers after being up 3-1 in that series. And, by the way, having, like, what, is this going to be the greatest season ever? What was your reaction? You know, you see them, the Panthers win in overtime. What are you thinking? Well, lots of things. But, like, you know, I when it was 3-1 for Boston, they've got two of the last three games at home. Um, I think they lost five games at home all year. Um, I, I'm, I Really, I don't think there's there's much – chance at that time for Florida to win but they it it just looked different for the Bruins right from the start of the playoffs they looked nervous they looked unsure they made uncharacteristic mistakes and the Panthers were just a colossal pain like they just never went away and you know I, I I think like last night there was two game sevens both road teams won um uh, in my opinion, um, it's never been easier to win on the road in the NHL than it is now. Uh, the rules have changed. Uh, the games are less about intimidation, more about skill. Um, I think it's a better game, but I think that opens up road wins, and uh, and the statistics bear it out. The, the record of the road team this year, or not just this year, in the past years has been has been far better than it has in the past. Usually, Game 7 at home, it was almost a lock for the home team, and it's just not that way anymore. You know, Ray, I was a little shocked to watch Colorado get bounced in the first uh, mm-hmm. first round. How, how surprised were you at the results? Because I was – it was – I expected – you know, they won the championship. I expected for them to roll it back. Well, it's uh, – I, I was – honestly, I was less surprised, I think, by that than the Boston one because – uh, Colorado basically has run out of players. They um, they had a brutal year of, of health. Um, 
you know, they lost their captain last year, uh, Gabe Landeskog, who would, you know, he wins Stanley Cup. He didn't play a game this year. Uh, they lost the player, Andrew Cogliano, a couple of games ago. He had a fractured, got hit in the boards and fractured a, a vertebra in his neck, like just a brutal injury. You know, after game two, one of their players, Val Machuskin, had, nobody really knows what exactly went on, but he's gone from, you know, he's gone from the team. He didn't play games three, four, five, six, seven. So all of a sudden, they just, they're not even the same team. It's really cool, though, to, like that, that, that franchise in Seattle has been a, a grand slam for the NHL. Year two in, they've got an amazing uh, set of ownership. They've got an unreal building. They've got this enthusiasm around their team. And, and, and now, so now the league talks about parity all the time. Well, there goes Boston, you know they're done. There goes Tampa. They're done. There goes Colorado. They're done. And now you've got a bunch of teams that are all first timers that are now in the final eight. And it looks pretty cool to see that. Ray, you're on the call tonight for a big game seven Rangers and devils. What should we expect in this, uh, in this one? Okay. So this, somebody asked me right after the game, what do you think for game seven? I said, I don't have a clue. I, I really don't. And so, like, the Rangers have won 5-1, 5-1, and 5-2. And the Devils win 2-1, 3-1, and 4 nothing. Like, so all the games, I, like, I thought the Devils would score more and the wild sort of unpredictable games would be in their favor and the tighter games would be in the Rangers' favor. And it's been just the opposite. Um, I, I really liked... Uh, a couple of things from the Rangers' perspective in the last game, and mainly that, that Mika Zibanejad got on track, uh, just like he did last year against Pittsburgh in the first round. Like He was awesome, and so was Adam Fox. I, th- those two guys, to me, were just head and shoulders above everybody else. They were terrific. Uh, they've got the best goalie, uh, I think, in the league this year, and that even though he had a tough start or tough month or so in the middle, but I think Shesterkin's unreal. I think he's an amazing goalie. And then Jersey is just, I've been on teams like this, like early in my career, you're young. You don't really feel you've got a lot to lose. You know, you've got lots of opportunity in front of you. And so you just go play. Like it's, I'm not going to say it's easy, but it feels once you get past the first shift or two, you're like, you're just young and excited to be there. And, um, I, but I will say this, I just said it a few minutes ago, like the road teams do well when, when, they're, when they're in game seven these days because it's easier to play. You go out, just play your game. If the Devils get behind, you start to feel angst in the building. Like everybody gets nervous. You could feel it in Boston last night. Like you get, most of the night that building was on edge. The players feel it. You're not as sharp and um, – I would suspect this is really close, but hell, they finished five points apart, played 82 games and finished like two wins apart. So I, I, I don't think any team has any great advantage tonight. Ray Ferraro, you played here with us on KJM, now ESPN NHL analyst. By the way, Rangers-Devils game seven. Ray was just talking about it. ESPN, 8 p.m. Eastern. Ray, you've been around. You have an extraordinarily long career for a bunch of different teams, and and so you've seen a lot, and I get how it's less predictable now, and if it's difficult to call this series, maybe this is an unfair question, but Stanley Cup pick this year. Who's your favorite, at least? 
Right now, I, I think for the first time since 1993, I think the Stanley Cup is going to end up in Canada. I, I, I really do. I think I, I think the teams with the clearest path are Toronto and Edmonton. And uh, I, I would have never thought that at the start of the playoffs. You know, like Toronto was going to have to go through Boston. Everybody knew that. That's exactly what was going to happen, except it doesn't because Boston's out. And, you know, Colorado is going to be this massive roadblock for Edmonton. If, if Edmonton could get out of their first-round series, well, really the same for Toronto. Those might be their toughest series. You know, Edmonton had to get had to fight and claw and scratch past L.A., and Toronto had to do the same with Tampa. And uh, if, if I'm... If I'm picking right now, I, I, I think I think those two teams have as great a chance to get to the final as as any. They, I, I think the cup, like I said, it's 30 years, but I, I think I think it's a, in 30 years, it's the first time it's going to end up in Canada. Ray Ferraro, ladies and gentlemen, thanks, Ray. Appreciate it. All right, Ray. Hey, you guys have a great morning. Eh? Thank you. You too. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's l e c t r i c ebikes.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. We're brought to you by Beacon. Beacon and the Beacon Pro Plus app helps roofers get things done from anywhere 24-7. Beacon, always building. So we've been debating on this show this morning whether right, Steph Curry, not, not that he doesn't belong in the top 10. Here's what I'm going to say, though. Okay, man, Max, Jay, I want you to come out clean. I don't want any low belts. I don't want anything below the belt. I don't want any problems. I don't want anything. All right? I want to make it clean. You got your point, Max. You got your point, Jay. Yeah. All right, both of you guys are clean fighters. All right, now come out, go to your corners, and come out swinging. Ding, ding. So, and Jay, you correct me if I'm misrepresenting the case so we can get to the calls, but you're well, saying that. Why don't we just take the calls because you always misrepresent the case. Well, well, well okay. I just now, said, now, don't for come that, out I might as well misrepresent his case. That's one below the belt. I'm going to take the point be, away from you, Jay. So, so Jay, well, Jay. Well, you're, why, why does he have to represent my case? I can represent my own because, case. So we don't get into an argument about it. I just pr- quickly present the cases and get to the calls. We could be on the calls already, by the way. Jay, you think it's incredible what Steph is doing at his size. No one near his size has ever been considered the best player on earth, and yet he is it. you know, last couple of years, certainly, having been the defending finals MVP and then doing what he's doing now. I say, while that's remarkable, it's, it is incredible, I don't give him extra credit on the all-time list because 
basketball reward size. So it's harder for you if you're shorter, but and it's inc- more incredible if you do it, but I don't elevate you on the list because of that. All right. I think that's a fair representation <laughs> unless you disagree of our positions. Greg in Ohio, you're on KJM ESPN Radio. Oh, God. Hey, guys. Man, awesome discussion. Uh, for sure, what he's doing at his height is amazing. Can't argue with that. It's absolutely astounding. But by Jay's standards, then Shaquille O'Neal is a lesser player because he has height, skills, and weight to do better. Cut both so ways. I, I, I don't, no, I don't see how you can change – how can you change his status based on, on, on their size? How I don't buy I, it. How does, how does that equate to Shaquille being a lesser player? If you're giving extra credit because for Steph if, for being if, short. If Steph, if Steph is a better player uh-huh. because he's smaller, then if Shaquille O'Neal is bigger, why, what's easier for him? He's not as great because it, 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 he was already given well, this stuff. Well, no, you're, you're, if it was reward, easier for Shaquille. <laughs> That's it was okay. easier for Shaquille. It was easier for him. Yeah, it was easier so for he has, Shaquille. He, he, he's okay. clearly not as good a player. If he was smaller, he wouldn't be, any, he I wouldn't mean, be good. Shaquille so is nowhere close to, to as, on the list. Shaquille is nowhere close to as skilled as Steph Curry is. But do you penalize I, I, Shaq I, on the all-time no, list for being big? I don't penalize him. I'm just – if you're – no, with Jay, with Jay, if you're, if you're saying, 6'11", man, 360 pounds, you're going to tell me it's not going to be easier. You're supposed to do that. Made him shorter. You're supposed to do that mm-hmm. if you're that big. What? That's what Jay is saying. Mm-hmm. Jay is simply saying when you are big, mm-hmm. you clearly have an advantage over smaller human beings, yes. no matter what sport it is. Yes. And at the same time, Steph Curry deserves and gets extra credit because he is doing things that no one is supposed to do. At his size against bigger individuals. See, what I think it comes so, down to. Hold on, Max. So yes. Jay feels like mm-hmm. giving him, much like me, extra credit mm-hmm. because you're not supposed to do it. Mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill gets extra credit for doing what he does in football because he's smaller, he's explosive, he's ridiculous. He'll go down as one of the all-time greats like an Antonio Brown because he's smaller. If Bryce Young was to ever turn into anything at his size because it's never been done before. Everybody's big. He will get a major extra credit. This is what Jay is saying. Okay, Thank so you, so so I would say that That's a correct it seems to me what that it, you, what the dispute begins from is our different um, interpretations of what the all-time greatest list is. For me, greatness is how much did you contribute? Were you able to contribute to winning championships and stuff like that, right? Now, it's, yes, Steph has done that. That's why he's on the top ten list. And, and just because you don't win the championship doesn't mean you haven't greatly so contributed. On, so you might be on a weaker ten, team. He's on the ten list now. Yeah, he is. I think so. Because the other day you didn't have him. No, I said he's he's right no, no, there. No, 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 no. no I said he's right there. I said he's anywhere from ten to twelve, and I've been saying that. Yeah, but you just say he's on the top ten list. Now. I think he just had a fifty point game. So seven. Is he, that's what. So that's, that's what, what I just said. Yeah, he's ten. I think I got him at ten. If he's wavering between ten to twelve this morning, he's at ten. But if he so he's on the list. Yes, yes. So the point is, you guys seem to me. You can correct me if I'm wrong. When you say greatness, it's not just. It's not simply. How much you contributed to your – that's a big part of it, team winning and winning championships. But it's also other things. Like, were you over, able to overcome some kind of obstacle like your size? Would you say that's fair to say? Yeah, that's what I said Winning is a major part of anything when you're talking about somebody's greatness. Mm-hmm. You can't be great in, in, up the top five and six and seven players in the, in the world – 
if you're not winning championships. Right, and I, would, be. and I would marvel at Steph. I agree with you, like jaw-dropping, oh, my God, how is he able to do that? But unless something about you makes you win more or makes it more likely that your team is going to win, I'm not giving you extra credit for yeah. it. Yeah, agree. But, like, once again, it, it's, um, you've read more books than I have. Mm-hmm. So you come at things differently from books that you've read than I can, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It, it's the same thing as the factor as it relates to stepping my, line, my feet in between those four lines. You right? think like, you've played more basketball I, than I just, me? There's certain things, though, Max, like you, <laughs> like you need to validate what greatness is for you. And what I'm saying is do that times an extra dimension because from a player, yeah, I think that's like, fair. It's, yeah, it's, it's legitimate. Different, it's right? legitimate. Athletes can have different interpretations hey, yeah. of greatness than fans. Yeah, yeah, I think I that's think, legitimate. Uh, Bernard Max in Michigan, is, you're Max on KJM. Wore, Max read more books than you. I think both of y'all read more books than me. So there you go. <laughs> uh, um, I have to agree with you, Max. I just don't understand why you would get extra credit because you're disadvantaged in terms of size or weight when that's what the game mostly requires and always has. Um, so I'm a little puzzled by Jay's uh, um, what, what was your, What was your line about what, what, the, what the game requires you have? What, what does the game require you have in order to be great? Well, no, I didn't say to be great. I'm saying the game usually requires you to have some height on you. Typically, okay. uh, shorter people don't make it into the NBA, typically. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, it's so usually, what, what do those odds prove right away? If typically pl- shorter players don't Steph make it into NBA, incredible. what did I okay? But I but but his definition. But, but what I'm saying, like like Max is saying, you can marvel at it and be in awe about it. But to give them extra points in terms of greatest stats, I don't. I don't that. Agree. Does but, it help you win more championships? If it doesn't, but, but he's already he's yeah, on the verge of doing it. He has four. He, well, he has four. That's guys. a separate thing. That's a separate. Not related. I hear it, but we're looking at the overall package. But yeah. Jay, you gotta, okay. you, you gotta you gotta slow down a little bit, Jay, and really understand. I want you to slow down and really understand. You dealing with people that have never had to face that before, so they don't yeah, really they don't, know. They don't see. So it. you gotta, you gotta realize until what you're they on the court see. and you see they it. They don't see it. You're they saying, you're saying that you know what great, what how much extra greatness it requires yeah, for him to do what he does. And Kobe in. He and Mike, no I've idea. seen it. Like it's so no, different. He has no idea. You're at such a disadvantage. But, but, well, you know what? There's a lot you're of ways to look at this. We're gonna get back to it in a second. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com.